0: Hi, this is Vicky from I Am Vicky Kate and you are listening to Stories from the Other Side of Shame. The one about the shame of a body not built for ballet, originally published 25th of July 2012. She was so excited when she first met me. We were both shiny and brand new. She was all rosy pink and chubby cheeked. And I was smooth and satiny, my ribbons perfectly trimmed and glossy. The moment she slipped me on her feet, I could tell that she felt like the prettiest girl in the world. The most perfect ballerina ever. As mummy bent down to crisscross my ribbons over her sturdy calves, she could barely keep still. And I felt the pull and tug until I was finally knotted and tucked carefully in out of sight. Perfect, neat, beautiful. The pianist began her opening call and the beautiful little ballerina and I moved together, both of us feeling the joy and the swell of the music fill our soul from the outside in. Her eyes carefully fixed on teacher, every movement an unspoken question to be noticed for her beauty and her swan-like grace. I knew she felt beautiful. She'd always felt loved and protected by mummy and daddy. Daddy even had a funny name for her, that made her giggle. And she loved music and books and Barbies and the color blue, not pink. But dancing was the thing that she loved to do the most. It gave her a way to fall into a song she loved or pretend to be someone else for a little while or to put a smile on her family's face. And the clapping made her even feel even prettier. It wasn't until I caught sight of our reflection in the mirror together, that I knew things may not always stay this way. I knew she didn't see what I saw. In the distance, past her face, filled with dreams of bubbles and fluffy clouds and fairy princesses dancing with glass slippers. I looked at the other little girls in their ballet shoes, somehow reflected differently, making the two of us look distorted, strange in comparison. It was also the look on teacher's face that spoke of future hooks and barbs directed at her, intended to streamline her in skill and eventually her body structure. But I knew that so many of those would land in the part of her that filtered what she would see in future mirrors. As we gracefully glided out of dance class that day, teacher smiled at us tightly, tapped her cane on the floor and shut the door firmly. I secretly knew that teacher didn't think we were all that beautiful at all. But at the bottom of the stairs, Daddy was waiting there with the door of the station wagon open with his special name which made her giggle. And as we slid in and he leant over to close the door, he dropped a kiss on her head. I knew she felt beautiful. I didn't quite understand how Teacher didn't see how beautiful she was. But maybe if the two of us stayed together, we could feel the music from the outside in and we could dodge the tapping of Teacher's cane on the floor and the hooks and barbs together. Size three block ballet shoes. And now from the other side of shame. Back in 2011, 2012, I was part of a weekly online narrative group where we would be given a prompt of some description. And then by the end of the week, we had posted on on our blog and read each other's work. I love the idea of telling my stories from the perspective of my shoes. They were my thing back then. And this is one of the ones I wrote from the perspective of my childhood ballet shoes. Like most girls growing up, I loved dancing and performing. I'd put on makeup and costumes, choreographed shows for my family, coerced my poor brother into being the supportive performer too many times to count. I went to my first dance class at the age of three and went into it seriously by the age of seven. I loved jazz and then fell in love with lyrical and contemporary, but it was not having the body for ballet that really did a number on my self-esteem and the way I saw myself. It actually makes me so angry to think about the words and actions that were taken by the very people who were supposed to be my mentors and teachers and how they saw a strong, curvy body as a liability and as not an asset, and a poor reflection on their good name as a dance studio. I did my RAD ballet exams and always passed with commended, but it was never enough. Average wasn't good enough. I believed them and my peers when they told me I needed to cut down on what I was eating to maybe not eat at all and to whittle down my already small body into something swan-like and delicate. It was on Saturdays between ballet and jazz classes that I would go downstairs or across to Homestead Chicken and eat hot chips and salt and vinegar potato chips on the stairs while reading a book and trying not to cry. I didn't have to think too hard about this time to remember. I can still see the dimness of the stairs smell the dampness of the concrete underneath me, see the paintings on the stairwell walls, and remember the pit in my stomach that I tried to fill with food. And so much shame. Shame that I was imperfect in some way, that I wasn't enough, never enough, for the very thing that I loved, to move, to dance, to feel the music from the inside out, was something that I shouldn't be feeling, that I didn't deserve to dance. It was only a few years ago when I came across a Facebook ad for Body Groove that I was able to stand on the other side of shame and rediscover my own inner dancer. I bought the DVDs and fell in love with the concepts and truths that Misty shared throughout. I didn't have to learn or remember any choreography. I could move and dance and feel the music from the inside out and do it my own way. I was a size 20 plus when I went down to Melbourne for my first attempt at the facilitator training. I didn't really go with much of intention to run my own classes. I just wanted to groove with other people. It wasn't an easy weekend. Physically, it was hard as I was severely anemic, should be in a hospital level anemic, and I was surrounded by nearly all extroverts. My damaged little introverted soul had some moments with dealing with it all, but I persisted and slowly did my practicums for teens and kids with my support class students who loved groove just as much as I did. I kept on with Groove, both going to the occasional class and at home with the DVDs and then the app. Then bariatric surgery happened and the training was offered in Melbourne again, exactly the same month month I hit a size 10 and my current maintenance weight. This time some elements were much easier. I grasped a hold of the concepts of growth mindset at this stage and didn't shy away from those uncomfortable moments. Although there was one that stands out in my head when I was terrified of showing any kind of sensuality when I was dancing. After all, I'd hidden that very side away for so many years and to try to find that, even in the small way that I did, in front of relative strangers, was an incredibly scary but worthwhile moment during this time. Now I'm an adult facilitator. I've grooved on the beach and in parks without shame. I found many different sides to myself and have allowed them to be shown when I groove. Yes, including my sensual side although I think there's more to go with that one. As I have loose skin after the 50 kilo weight loss, my body moves in a way that I think would give my old dance teachers a conniption, but I adore feeling the music from the inside out and feeling zero shame about my body and the way it looks. My ballet shoes would be super proud of me. Love, Vicky. If you wanna check out Body Groove, go to www.bodygroove.com or check out the World Groove Movement Dot com for facilitator training and classes in your area. So thanks for listening. If you have a chance, please visit IamVickyKate.com. I've got other things, not just stories on the website. I've also got some cooking and recipes Cooking for one as a bariatric patient is a bit of a challenge sometimes. So I've put some recipes and ideas of things that I do a lot, and hopefully this will help you as well. I also have information about mind body eating coaching and groove and other amazing strategies that you can also use. And I'd just love for you to leave me a comment, give me some support, or check out my Instagram and Facebook socials. Again, I am Vicky K.